Life happens with Pimelo Mutine. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. As I mentioned earlier on, that today will be a tribute to Tlolani Gwala. We're going to be paying tribute to Tlolani Gwala today throughout the show, as well as the show after mine. Mas Chaba will also be doing the same. There are some wonderful audio clips that have been sourced, that have been sitting in archives that we'll be playing with you throughout the show. And we welcome your calls as well. As as we say goodbye, as we pay tribute to our brother, we pay tribute to our friend, to our colleague, to someone who really meant a lot to this country. The, na- the lines are open for you as well. 891 Those WhatsApp notes as well. Please keep them very short. 30 seconds. 0861410417. I'm going to start with a colleague, uh, Kravani Pile, and I'm starting with Kravani because she has to rush off. But really, we're going to be sitting um, and speaking to all sorts of wonderful people just paying tribute to Dolani. Kravani Pile is a former uh, SABC executive producer, and um, she also co hosted PM Live on SAFM as well many years ago with Dolani. And my heart sank for you, Kravani, when when I heard of the news. I thought, I mean, there are a lot of people that crossed my mind, but one of the people that crossed my mind was Kravani because Kravani was literally sitting under Kolani's wing. Good afternoon, uh, Kravani. Hi. Good, good afternoon, Pamelo. And, and, and you've described it absolutely beautifully. He really did take me under his wing for the duration of our time together. Mm. And, I, and I mean, what was that like? You know, the industry is, 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 is not pleasant at the best of times. It's a mm. difficult industry. And, and to be working with someone who is willing to hold your hand through very difficult times for you as, as a new person, it's, it's mm. obviously daunting, it's difficult and, and intimidating. What was that like? And um, so, I must backtrack a little bit to about 1997. Mm-hmm. I, I was interning in Durban and Polani was reading the news at Akorzi and we just, we struck a friendship there. Mm-hmm. And I, after I graduated, I continued to work at Lotus FM. So Lotus uh, is just present in about three, three provinces. Mm-hmm. So very regional presence and not really a national platform. And when John Tolman and, and Kiwe Bikicha said goodbye to the station, I suddenly got this call to say, you've got to come and we'd like to offer you this space, but you've got to make up your mind within a week. Mm. And I thought, okay, no, it's, I think it's time. When I get to Joburg, I, I sit on PM Live for a while on my own and then a few weeks with Elvis Preslin. And then they drop the bombshell. Your co-host is actually Golani Gola. And I thought, well, I know him. He's so cool. And then the the closer it came to us, you know, me meeting him properly after all those years and and, and sharing that broadcasting space, I got very intimidated because by now he was firmly placed at Asikulume. He he really had this rapport with his audiences. He... um, had already carved a name for himself in the industry. And here was I, the small fry on a national platform. And I thought, oh, I can't do this. And can I tell you, he, when we first met, gave me, because he doesn't say Kriv, he doesn't call me by my full name, he says Kriv, he just dragged it out, Kriv. He's the only person that ever has done that. He's like, when, do you know why I said yes to PM Live? Because... They said you were doing the, the <laughs> you were the co-host, and I said no, you lying. He says yes, 
And and we just it was people say we had great chemistry on air, and that was exactly it. It was a give and take relationship, and stripped off that ego that you know well known people are, are said to have. Yeah, Karani, I mean, I, I'm told of a story where at one point he said to you, "Listen, I've got to go to the bathroom." Yeah. Um, an interview is about to happen, but I can't. I cannot. I literally cannot sit through this. I have. I have to leave. You've got to do this today on your own, which which wasn't true. It wasn't true because I would take the education and the health beats, and I'd take um, human interest stories, and I would just leave him to do the politics and the business. Yeah. And he saw this pattern emerging, and he said, "Chris." One day I'm going to be on sick leave or I'm going to take a holiday and you're going to be here all on your own. When are you going to do these interviews? And I said, ah, one day is one day, you know. <laughs> and then, then the, one day he says, I've got to go to the toilet. I'm so sorry. It looks like you're going to have to interview the ANC. And I said, what do you mean? And he's like, I'm going. Bye. And he 30 seconds to end. And then we had this interview. Meanwhile, he didn't go to the toilet. He was lurking around the corner. It was a break, I think it was a breakaway party, a rumors of a breakaway party from the ANC. And I did the interview and then he just walks back all casual, nonchalant. <laughs> He's like, yes, see, you did it. I'm not going to listen to you that you can't do business and politics interviews again. And from then onwards, he said, I'm going to help you. So don't be nervous. Yeah. He would literally write on pieces of scrap paper oh. and slide it across the table if mm. he felt I wasn't asking a question that should be asked. Mm. And that actually, that act not only of kindness, mm. but that act of grooming mm. and that act of um, just stripping away the ego mm. to help me um, really, really, really um, helped me grow as a journalist and grow as an anchor. Mm. Kravani, you know, so today has arrived. Tomorrow yeah. we lay him to rest. What does this mean? Was this moment mean to you? I, uh, you know, I've been very sad, and Polani um, uh, and I—the uh, one thing we share is a great love for our province of KwaZulu Natal. Mm. And um, you know, in a short space of time, he really did. I mean, I think his dad and I were diagnosed with diabetes at the same time. Mm. And whatever information he used to research for his dad, he'd actually print it out or mail it and send it to me. Mm. And he would say little things. He's like, Crave, you've got two dogs. Just take them for a walk. Start the exercise. Because by now he was, you know, going to the gym and he was eating healthy. And and our relationship just started to change. He started to take interest in, in my well-being. Mm. And um, and then we, I left the SABC and, and we kind of didn't stay in touch, but, you know, the occasional messages. Mm. And then out of the blue in 2016, he was just sending me these motivational messages um, during our saga with, mm. you know, mm. fighting for an independent newsroom. Mm. And he's like, I am so proud of you. You're not that little crib. Mm. From 2007, mm. look at you, and 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 I'm so proud of you. And keep going, and you have my full support. Mm. And and just tell him if anyone threatens you, I'm in your corner. <laughs> you know, it was he really, really um, tugged at my heartstring. And then then I bumped into him at a friend's dinner. Mm. I said, Polani, you are looking 
so happy. Mm. There has to be a secret. But little did I know mm. that the now Peggy Sue Kumalo, <laughs> they, they had struck off a, a romantic uh, uh, relationship. Mm. And he said to me, Kriv, I'm so happy. Mm. And one day I'll tell you the full story. Kravani Pele, former SABC uh, executive producer, a really close friend, Tlani Gwala, also a former colleague, and they co-hosted as well PM Live right here on SAFM. Can I pay my SABC TV license at ShopRite Money Market? Yep. And stand a chance to win a share of 100,000 rand in ShopRite vouchers? Yebo. Simply pay your TV license at any participating ShopRite money market and stand a chance to win. And soon, you'll be able to register for your TV license in store. Only at ShopRite Money Market, in partnership with SABC TV licenses. Competition ends 24 December. T's and C's apply. Watch EFC this Saturday on SABC3. Former champion Dallas Jacoby made his EFC return to face the heavy hitter from the DRC, Mark Kamba. Plus, see all the action from Devin Cronier versus Orlando Machaba and Takunda Garimbo versus Asiashu Chitamba. EFC, every Saturday at 8 p.m. on SABC3. Brought to you by SABC Sport. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Well, thank you very much for staying with us and welcome back. And we continue our tribute to Tolani Gwala. And across from me in studio is Mapule Mbalati. That name may ring a bell for some of you. It may, it, you may be thinking, where did I hear that name? Especially if you've been an SAFM listener. Well, a blast from the past. She is the former SAFM station manager. Well, welcome to your home. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to thank your you home. Thank you very much. I feel welcome. It's already. not a good time. It's not a good time. You're visiting no. us at a very difficult time. Yeah, it has been very difficult to absorb, mm. to digest, and to just think mm. about Tolan. Mm. Very difficult for me. It's difficult because I think when many, when you go back to the thoughts and you go back to the memories of how how he became this big icon because he is a big icon and the milestones and this was certainly one of the many milestones in fact one of the the big milestones in his career yeah um when i was station manager for safm Mm -hmm. coming from ganalone in polokwani i was faced with lots and lots and lots of challenges Mm -hmm because the station had just it was being repositioned yes uh, we were changing our logo and i see you still have the <laughs> all your footprints are all over <laughs> us here yes and i see even the furniture that side is still mine yes um and what was what is painful about this visit mm. is because i never said goodbye to my listeners at the time mm. when I left for mm. the news division to mm. become head of mm. radio news. Mm. But that besides, some of the challenges that I faced when I came to SAFM as the first black person mm-hmm. and a woman, woman? Nokhal, yes. um, 
Yes, I had a few friends on the station, but I had to start from scratch. Yeah. The station was something like 90 to 10 presenta- uh, presenters, mm-hmm. and I had to change that. Mm. And you can imagine, mm. listeners yeah. across the board. Changing a lineup is never easy. Yeah. It's never easy. But most importantly about Olani mm-hmm. is... When I saw him reading news on TV, and I used to watch the Zulu news, but I'm not Zulu, but I really enjoyed watching him. And a thought came to me that why don't we introduce him to talk? Mm -hmm. I had lots and lots of negativity around me. Naysayers, yeah. Um, about taking a person from the news division to radio Mm -hmm. and besides that another black Mm -hmm. and we had other people who had been presenters on or who were presenters on the station but were doing programs only and we could easily take from that side and just place Mm -hmm. and I said no Uh, Vuyo the late Vuyo yes. had been doing that program for a long time. Yeah. And I needed a replacement that was an, a little bit of a junior mm-hmm. voice mm-hmm. to that of Vuyo mm-hmm. to be part of the presentation team. Mm-hmm. And fortunately enough, I had quite a number of uh junior producers Mm -hmm. who were the same color as myself and who agreed with me Mm -hmm. that you know he's younger yeah and more energized more energized new ideas and i think that was just before askulume yes and when i called him in he said mom i said yeah 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 (laughs) i'm so mom i mean (laughs) <laughs> He's actually the same age as my son, you. my eldest son. <laughs> so I said, no, don't call me mom. Everybody's calling me Kazi. So you are Kazi also. Join the team. <laughs> I don't want to feel too old for this position, you know. So, and he said, but I've never done talk. I said, you had never eaten or you had never sucked your mom's breast there's always a first when you time. came. There's always the first time. There's always the first time. And I'm giving you this opportunity. You know what? Uvuyo is not here next week. Mm. So I'd like you to fill in for Vuyo mm. in the meantime. Mm. Instead of using Ooh, the late Will Bernard. Yes. For a change, let's have you. <sighs> Mama, I, 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 I said, Tolani, uh, this discussion is over. And that's how he started. But there was another issue, another fight to fight Mm. or battle to fight. And that was of him coming over, getting permission from the news division where he was permanently employed. And I remember Dr. Snukizigalala saying, no, we can't have him on radio uh, and on TV. I said, but we are the same company, Mm. you know, Uh, please talk. Let's groom this boy, mm. you know, bring him in. And, and this is a try. Mm. So it's not 
a permanent thing for mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Man, did the audiences suddenly explode mm. in that one week? Mm. And from there, when Vuyo had problems, we would use Tolani. And eventually, after some time, Vuyo wanted to focus on his businesses because mm. he had just started the billboard business. Yes. And um, he wanted out. And I said, fine. Kolani is already here. Mm. So instead of having people fill in for you, I'll just take Kolani to continue. Mm. And I left him here when I went to the news division. (laughs) And eventually he joined us on PM Live. And he made you proud. Because there are some decisions and some battles, as you said, that you make and your heart is in your mouth and you're not sure if it's going to work, work. but you were taking a chance yeah. and it worked. And it worked. And he was not the only one. Yeah. Uh, Tembisa was one of our producers. Yes. And Tembisa Machele now, uh, or she was Tembisa Kebeda at the time. Yes. And w- look where she is. Yeah. Um, so I'm very happy about that, yeah. but I'm sad mm. to lose Tolani to cancer mm. because it's not a wonderful loss. And But I think he has peace where he is mm. because this time, this came when he was fighting a losing battle mm. because the kind of cancer he had was just... Mm. A violent. We'll talk about that piece because he did speak about that piece. He spoke about that piece towards the end. Um, my very last conversation with Golani was exactly about that. And he said, no, I'm okay. You know, spiritually, emotionally, I'm fine. Yeah. Um, that was what we were worried about. But he, he assured me that he was, he was fine. He very was, brave man. He was okay with his soul. Um, as we pay tribute to Kolani Gwala today as we look forward to laying him to rest tomorrow in Bendle in his hometown. One thirty now, let's go to Utsi Lesaku for the latest in headlines. At SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. We're celebrating the life of Kolani Gwala. It was exactly seven days ago, Friday this time last week, when we were mourning his loss. It was, it came as a shock. It's strange that it came as a shock because many of us knew that um, he was leaving us. We knew we we were counting the days. The doctors had said, you know, you've got 48 hours to go. You've got a week to go and so on. And so even in knowing the shock felt like a massive, massive blow to all of us. And as we celebrated his life, I think last week was difficult because many of us were still dealing with our own emotions. You may have heard how all of us were so emotional. But I think today we want to honor him. We want to honor him and celebrate his life. It's going to be hard, but we do want to honor him. Then we welcome you also to to honor him as well. Your last tributes to Klolani on this show will continue on this vein in this radio station. So it's not only going to be on my show as well as on Mas Chaba's show as well. 891 The lines are open for you to call us and your thoughts, your memories, how you want to pay tribute to Kalani, how you want to say goodbye to him. I'll also take those WhatsApp notes. Oh, it's 0614-104-107. I'm in conversation with Mapulam Balati, who is a former SAFM station manager, and just taking us through how Kalani landed up here to begin with. And what a heartwarming story. But I'm also 
going to be picking up the call to speak to a former executive producer here at SAFM Current Affairs. And this is somebody also who was right there at the very beginning. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you very much. Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon to you and your listeners. It's a difficult moment, but we, we want to celebrate Kulani. Just take us through the memories of, of when you first had a conversation with Kulani about being here. Well, first, uh, I need to protest. How do you bring me together with my, my <laughs> former boss, Mapule Mbalati? <laughs> it was actually all planned. All planned. I, I feel like being ambushed. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, coming back to the subject, uh, my first encounter with Tolani, uh, he was a student at uh, the Devon University of Technology. And uh, he was looking for an internship. And he landed at the SABC uh, on Ukozi Bulletin Desk and Current Affairs. And uh, when we first auditioned him, we realized this is a gem. And uh, we never hesitated him to get him into our fold. Mm. And indeed, the young man performed brilliantly. And uh, thereafter... There was no way on, of holding on to him because he became such a hit. Uh, at the time when he was with us uh, on Ukozi, uh, different radio stations were were coming up as licenses uh, were being dished out by ICASA at the time. And the first red, private radio two first two private radio stations uh, in KZN were. I mean, P4 radio as well as East Coast radio. Mm-hmm. And Ikagasi, I mean, P4, which later became Ikagas, never hesitated in snatching him. Yeah. And that's how he flew from our nest. But a very energetic young man uh, who wanted to be in the industry, who did everything. And uh, we experimented with him. Uh, as he was reading news on Ukozi and presenting current affairs on the one job. Uh, Judy, my then regional editor, as we had a discussion, he said, uh, let's try him on Lotus FM. And that's how we broke uh, into English. And my, 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 uh, he ran with it. But our paths crossed again at SFM, where I was his executive producer. Mm. And uh, I think the person who needs to be really thanked for naturing the talent more than I did uh, at that level is Mapulem Baladi, mm-hmm. who actually brought him in mm-hmm. uh, to the station mm-hmm. and he presented talk shows. Mm-hmm. And I think it blossomed from there. And I don't know what Mapule saw, he, he saw in him. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, there are a couple of things we can all agree to. Uh, so he obviously knew what he was talking about. He he was meticulous in preparing for his work. But then there was that voice. He had a radio voice. Damn, he had <laughs> a beautiful smile yes. that would melt anybody. Yes. So, Brantlags, you know how enigmatic he was. Mm. And he just attracted mm. people. Mm. And when you spoke to him, he was this humble, Humility. humble, yeah. humble young man. Mm. And you don't find that mm. a lot today. Mm. Very few people mm. can, can be like Lani. Mm. Mm. 
you want to add your voice? And I, and, and, I, and, I, and I think more than anything, uh, he was such a good listener, Mapule, yeah. that uh, when you talk to him, whether you are expressing unhappiness about what went into the program, he would take that with a smile. Mm. And that smile would sort of freeze you and disarm you completely <laughs> Uh, because you will have made your point and he would have acknowledged uh, that he has made a mistake. But there were very few mistakes in between. And uh, him and Krivani Pillay were culprits in most of the time because <laughs> they would overstretch a joke, you know. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but what I also liked about Polani is he always had ideas. And he needed mm. you to listen to him and to test whatever idea he had. And if you let him, man, you would see mm. miracles just happening right in front of your eyes. Mm. So, mm. so he was a very good. He's, he's one of a drop. He is a drop in the ocean yeah. Yeah. of good broadcasters. It, it must have been humbling for him to go to EWN and return. It must have been humbling. Yeah. When he told me he was going, yeah. um, first he said he was going to Israel. Yeah. My goodness, I said, I said, Mom, I just want to try. Mm. It was very difficult, Pimel, mm. for me to let him go. Mm. Because I wanted to hold on, but I realized, mm. you know, a, if you allow a bird to fly away. That's a true measure of love. That is the true measure of love. There's nothing else better than that. Yeah. Allow people to go and learn, come back, as long as they come back. And he did. And come he back. did. And he did, yeah. which is what we'll discuss in a short while. And I see your SMSs. Here's an SMS coming through. It says, XG, man who always makes others to believe in themselves. I always called him the underdog's hero. I always called him the underdog's hero. As we pay tribute to Kulani Gwala, you're more than welcome to give us a call on 891 SMS line 41391. And WhatsApp notes can come through to 614 Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. Today's show is a tribute to Kolani Gwala as we count down to laying him to rest in his hometown in Mbendla tomorrow and uh, really speaking to colleagues, to people who worked very, very closely with. I'm in conversation with Mabulem Balati, who is a former SAFM station manager. I'm also in conversation with Ntlagani Pozulu, former executive producer at the SAFM as well, who, who worked very, very closely to Kolani. Ntlagani, I mean, your parting shots as, as we reflect on this giant of a human being what what remains with you um i think uh, there were quite a number of things that were outstanding uh with Polani. if I, I i got your question well mm-hmm. um he he was he he became an authority uh over the period of time in what he was doing and uh, he became very authoritative but humble he would not allow his guests, you know, to embellish nor equivocate. He stood firm 
and uh, he 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 would actually be humble but at the same time he would not also allow his he would be polite to his guests mm. and would not bully his guests because remember we're talking about a person who was so informed uh, for his time he was so informed and when you interview people you find that you might be knowing much more than he does mm-hmm. but uh, sometimes as journalists or presenters we are always guilty of usurping uh, the interview and make it our own where we shine Tolani would be humble and uh, become non-partisan uh, and empathetic and he would gently nurse his interviewee in his or her state of lack of knowledge, lack mm. uh, for the better word. Mm. And he would then take that person. But what became more and more important uh, working with him, uh, at the time I was from also a lecturing background, yes. and uh, I would always argue certain concepts with him uh, like I say, Polani, I hear what you want to do, but I feel this is less triangulated. And he would laugh at me and say, uh, what do you mean now? Uh, and then he would actually go and research, come wow. back with a balanced information uh, that he would want to pursue and present. The consummate now, learner, eh? Hey? The consummate yeah, learner. Yeah. And, and 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 one last part I I, I want to kind of like talk about is that uh, uh, we live in an era of cut and paste journalism, where a person would cut what he needs uh, and delete almost everything. And w- I- I- in academic language, we call that truncating, uh, where you cut uh, the top, you cut uh, the bottom. But the difficulty and the danger of that is that you are cutting something that you have not studied and learned more about. And one hears you speak that uh, he is just telling us about something uh, that he read, but he is not leaving that. So Kolani was good at detail. Mm -hmm. So he would give you detail and you would say, Yes, this is what I wanted. And he would be pleased uh, to give you the the, the, the information uh, that you needed. And remember also that at the time when Tolani was um, our presenter, which he went on uh, to develop and became a 702 presenter, he would actually make sure that he keeps the studio warm with laughter. Uh, many, many are times uh, you would find a presenter fighting with the guest uh, because he is failing to understand that I need to be empathetic, that he has reached his saturation point now. Let me not push him beyond the ceiling, but let me give an, give him an escape route. And he was very good at that, but by so doing, he will have been able to make you as a listener to judge, not him uh, judging. 
So I think that was very good with him. Taganipu, really, really wonderful accounts there of, and I mean, it's so beautifully put because people want to know what was it about him? Why is it there's so much respect in what he did? And these are exactly the issues that you bring to the fore. And Taganipu Zulu, thank you very much for taking the time and honoring Kulani Gwala. Thank you. And then I've got on the line here someone who so it's it's interesting because he obviously had a long a long career, and um, he he started the SABC. He was he then went to EWN, came back, and then he went back to Seven O Two. But for me, what what really stood out for me in the latter years was how he he started himself being the mentor, and and how he worked alongside young people and embraced young people because it's not often the case. He embraced young people in working with him and lifting young people. And one of the people that I thought of um, when he passed on was the very last producer he worked with, Ayan Damget, uh, who, who was, yes, the last producer that worked with him. And, and to see him come and go and come back again and nurse him back to health and work with him very gently, understanding the difficulties and seeing what others don't see. Because when you work with somebody every day, you get to also understand the complexities and the difficulties. Um, Ayanda is with us on the radio. And thank you so much for making the time, Ayanda, to talk to us this afternoon. Thank you so much, Pam. <laughs> so, it's, it's actually, mm. go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just listening to the previous caller. Mm-hmm. Um, and his last point there about Ubaba being, you know, empathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually something that I was thinking about uh, for, the, for, for the past couple of days mm-hmm. when I was thinking about his fairness, mm-hmm. that what a lot of people actually don't know, you know, and, and people that have never even met him but got off that vibe was that he was fair before they even, the event really even started. Yeah. So as we prep for the show and... I, I tell him that like, I just spoke to minister so and so. I just spoke to a certain guest, and they think that they're not willing to speak on ABC. He would say, "Look, they don't want to speak on whatever. Then we'd rather not have them on. But I want you to tell them that this is what I want to get from the interview. So, I mean, if they want to lie, then the bullet in their court. I'll give them the rope to hang themselves. But he 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 wanted to always always wanted to make it clear." That I, I put it uh, to the to the guest that he is not going to be competitive mm-hmm. and he's not fighting. Mm-hmm. That's one thing he was always clear about. That I'm not fighting. Mm-hmm. I just want to understand. And if they're willing to give me that answer, then we're fine. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was that was very interesting. Uh, it's something that I caught just on the last question there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a difficult time, Ayanda, because mm-hmm. as I said, there was that dance. He left. Okay, I think we've lost Ayanda. We're going to try and get her back because we've lost her. And while we do that, I, w- I do see your SMSs. I see your WhatsApp notes. I'll play them in a short while as well. Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. Good afternoon, Pimelo. You know, sitting here listening to our great man, Kualani, you know, one thing came to mind that how it must be in heaven right now when you have Vuyombuli with Kualani Kuala doing an interview of all our legends, 
it must be wonderful in heaven right now. Thank you. It's Kahisho from Kimberley. You've made it my brother. We will always miss you. You have been great to the airwaves, to what we see. You told the story. You made us to see and understand the other side of the story. You asked the questions we wanted to be answered. Oh, Kolani Gwala, we will miss you. Thank you to all the managers of SAFM. Kubami Tumbele, Talenta Yofana Nayakolani, Mitirishnene, Amikensa, Kela Good afternoon, Pemelo. My name is Ratlo Mabula in Le Palale. You know, I'm a, a community radio uh, presenter, actually a talk show host that found so much inspiration in Kolani. There's two interviews that stand out for me. Actually, one was with Dr. Ivan Koza. It, it had something to do with the 2010 local organizing committee payout uh, over 10 years ago when he still hosted um, uh, Morning Talk. And Ivan Koza was shouting at him, but he just remained so calm. You know, he remained so humble. And I was asking myself that how would I have handled something like that? And then I remember one show he did on 702. There was this guy who called in and lambasted him for not putting facts on what he was saying. And listeners called in to kind of defend Kolani. But he remained calm and, and said that actually the listener had a point. And I was like, that is so sweet of Kolani. He was really a gem. That is so humble, you know, never big headed. So those are such heartwarming stories coming through. And I'm in conversation with Ayanda Mkete. We, uh, we so, I'm so sorry we lost you, Ayanda, before uh, we went to the spot break. And uh, I'm also with uh, other colleagues as well. You know, in, fa- in fact, we are with the person who made it possible for Golani to be here at SAFM, Mapulem Balati, who's with us all the way until two. So, Ayanda, it must have been so hard because you were privy to the personal battle when you were working with him. So, yes, there was a professional, but my goodness, I cannot tell you the number of times that I thought, why is Bolani here? Mm. And you witnessed that on a daily basis. It was so hard, Thames, but I think more than anything, and it's something that we, we not a lot of us have actually spoken about. Mm. Um, those who know XG would know that he was, a, he was an extremely private person. Mm-hmm. And he never ever wanted uh, to be part of the story. It was always about the story and not him. And I think one of the things that I've observed that really took a toll on him and was difficult for him was that for the first time, he was actually the story. Mm. He was no longer Kalani, the broadcaster, but he was seen as, oh, Kalani, the guy with cancer, mm-hmm. right? And everywhere he went, people wanted to talk about this cancer. Mm. And I think it also just reflects on just the beautiful person that he was. Uh, at, at some point, we actually fought <laughs> because I would complain that Baba now sent into your PA because <laughs> when you're not here, people are not calling for the, about the content for the show. Yeah. But people want me to hook you up for, 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 for corporate gigs and someone is calling because they want to come, you know. Old people would just call and someone would say, I lost my husband and I just want to, I just want five minutes with Polani. Can I just come and speak to him? And someone would call and say, I sent Polani an email and I don't know what to do, you know. And all these people, he, he would say that, okay, just forward all the emails to me and later at night when I have time, maybe just after the family, 
I'll just go through every email. And I know that he replied to most of all those emails. But one thing that really did not sit well with him was that he was now part of, he was the story, you know. And I think that was the most difficult thing because it was no longer a secret or sacred space. Uh, that he would have loved to create for himself where he was regulating what information goes out and what information uh, is known. Um, his life was literally in, in, the, in the public and everyone knew about it. And that's something that uh, was, was very difficult for him. And working with someone like that, uh, obviously it was a very sensitive issue, you know. Um, even uh, his last days of, 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 of living uh, through the... Israel and through the treatment and everything. Uh, there were specific things that were extremely challenging for him. But I'm very grateful that uh, he did not just see me as this young girl that was a producer. Mm. But sometimes we'd actually pray. <laughs> and sometimes he would listen to Tupac, you know. Um, and something that, so that's something that people don't even know. But there was this giddy, uh, childlike, uh, uh, character about him, and I think that was that was his, his escape, and maybe it's also something that has to do with what he has been through. That he realized that I don't have much time to live. Yeah. I just want to do what it is that I just feel like is right, and that was just living and laughing. Yeah. And in a sense, that's how him and I connected because yeah. I was this young producer. Um, he was this, a bit older, you know, and and the irony of that is that. He was so old. He liked it when I called him Baba, but he never wanted me to compare him with my father <laughs> because he said he was not that old. <laughs> but he hated it when we spoke, and he's just like, I'm not young. When I was at the ACBC, you were probably in grade two, you know, so he was, he was not that young either. That was the irony of him. Um, so, suffice to say, it was a very difficult way to navigate. Yeah. But, but, but we reached common ground, and, and it gelled. It worked. Uh, you know, it, it worked, and... I think more than anything, it's not just a loss to me personally because he, I've worked with a lot of amazing and talented people mm. and most of them have liked my work, but very few actually reaffirmed me mm. um, in, 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 in a way that he did because he would make a point that even in these last few months when I was no longer producing for him and he was out of the country, mm. he would always let me know that he was proud of me. Yeah. And... Um, that for me is something that I'll treasure for the rest of my life, I think. But it's such a loss for all the young professionals that I got to see him um, exchange, have exchanges with and, 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 and listen, nurture. Listen, it also worked because you're great. I keep telling you this, you, you do wonderful work. <laughs> and so Polani would never have allowed himself to work with mediocre people. Uh, Ayanda Mgete, who's a uh, oh, 702 producer, who was the very last person that worked with Polani Gwala while he was on air. Now I'm going to go to a family member, Glina uh, Malindi, who is out in Bentley, who just to, to give us a sense of what is happening at the moment, Polani's body has arrived home and uh, we're preparing to lay him to rest. Good afternoon, Glina. Thank you very much for making the time. Uh, good afternoon. Thank you for having me and uh, good day to the listeners. He's arrived home. What are the preparations for tomorrow? Um, first of all, uh, this evening, uh, there will be a short prayer service starting at 1800 hours to 2000 hours. 
And then tomorrow, the service will start at 900 hours. And then there will be a mass service at 1,200 hours 30. And then at 1,300 hours 30, the uh, cottage will then proceed to the graveyard, which is within walking distance from his home. Thank you very so much. So that, yeah. that is the process for tomorrow. Um, we want to send, first of all, the condolences formally to the family, which you represent. And and yes. I think the listeners here have been pouring out their hearts. Colleagues have been pouring out their hearts. We just want to say we are with you in spirit. And uh, we will also publicize those details with the broader public. Thank you very much, Glenna. Thank you very much. And thank you to all the messages that um, I have been listening to. They are heartwarming. And I will pass them uh, to the family as soon as I arrive at uh, XG's home. Thank you, Putwamithuna Malendi, who is a friend and the spokesperson uh, for the family as we speak. When we come back, we'll wrap it up with some of our guests as well. Mapula, I think, needs to go, but we'll give her a chance to, to, to say her parting shots. It's 2 o'clock now. Let me go to Uzi Lasaku for the latest news. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. We continue our tribute to Kulane Gwala as we count down uh, to laying him to rest. It was exactly seven days ago when the news broke that he had left us. And uh, the heart really was in absolute agony about a loss of a giant of a human being, a loss of a consummate professional. In the profession, I think there is real mourning for the kind of not only gentleman that he was, but the gentlemanly, even in his trade, in how he was able to, number one, just honor the person sitting next to him, in front of him, sitting next to him. That is very rare today in journalistic terms. And Mapula, I'm sure you can agree with me. 100%. In, in an era where being woke you know, is a thing where, where when you call people out, that's how you define how great you are as a broadcaster. Um, yeah. He wasn't that. Tolane was not about that. He wasn't about trying to shine at the expense of somebody else. Go ahead. And he he would never take the limelight. Mm. Um, he would always be humble, mm-hmm. humbled, mm. and very private. Mm. And that's what um, Ayanda was saying. Ayanda was exactly. saying. Yeah. Very, very private. Yeah. And even when he got married, yes. Tolani did not yeah. make noise. Yeah. He even when he had a baby, yes. he never made noise. Yes. He said, This is my space. Yeah. And we respected him for that. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those mm-hmm. who used to respect him for his privacy mm-hmm. because I also want my own privacy to be respected to be respected Mm. and i want to say he is not gone Mm -hmm. he's sleeping Mm. and his soul that left his body last week friday Mm. is still here so if you knew kolani and you loved kolani and you had time for him he will always be there. Mm. He may not answer, mm. 
but maybe you will feel a little bit of wind when it's actually very hot mm. passing by your face mm. to say he is still here mm. let me take those calls Tebo you calling us from Mugobani good afternoon thanks for calling good afternoon Th- thanks guys for a nice program and thanks for a fitting tribute to one of us mm. um, imagine I had this experience of like loving the voice before knowing the body that housed the body. Mm. And, and then that happened. I almost thought there was a little bit of a misfit. Always. It's so always like that with radio people, <laughs> Tepo. That's not strange at all. It's always like that. <laughs> yeah, but, but we thank God for humanity in the form of uh, this young man mm. um, and all that he did. Mm. I, I had a little query in my mind. Um, I love I love radio a lot, and then I listen to you guys, especially when I'm driving. Yes, and 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 that's part of my life. It has become part of my life. I could name a few characters. <laughs> uh, a few years ago, we lost Guyo. Yes, and and Guyo was made a provincial hero in in Gauteng. Mm. What have we made of Tolani? I'm not sure. I'm not asking you guys, but I haven't had anything along those lines. And what what ruler do we take? To, to, to measure this. Um, in my view, uh, this young man was a, quite a giant, mm. uh, probably uh, bigger than some of our political figures. Um, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tepo. Mapula, your, your parting shots. Hi, Colan. I live with somebody with a very aggressive cancer in my house mm. right now. Mm. And I understand what his family went through Mm. and especially the closest people that saw him every day Mm. that would ask him Mm. where is the pain and he would say I have no pain Mm. but you could see this person is sick Mm. and for his wife his family all of them and close friends and Ayanda mm. and those around mm. him at work mm. well let's be consoled that he may be gone but the pain <coughs> that he felt we could never feel because it was a cross that he had to bear mm. and you bear it alone mm. now I just wish that his body rests mm. peacefully mm. and his soul floats around us. I would like to hold on to that soul mm. and see him in my dreams. Mm. And as the caller said, there's no ruler, it's the impact mm. that you can that he had on all of us mm. that we can hold on to. You know, when you speak of the pain, um, he was in tremendous pain. He was in a lot of pain. Um, and he would say, you know, not being able to pinpoint where. Where the pain where, is. Yeah, not, yeah. not say where. But his response would be saying, as in, it's, it's really tough. And when you can't even eat yeah. at times. Yes. And when the food wants to come back. Mm that pain mm. 
to the observer mm-hmm. is is almost more than the pain that he felt in his body. He used to say the difficulty for him was not so much about him. It was about what's It's about the, the beloved people. Yeah. He was very concerned about those witnessing him yeah. and their pain being greater than his own. Um, and when he lamented a lot about his death, his biggest worry was, in my dying, I'm going to kill the closest to me. Yeah. And that's true. Yeah. You know, uh, when you're going through that phase mm. in your life mm. where you always gave sympathy mm. and you were the one driving people around mm. and to see yourself mm. now being that person, mm. it's, it, it kills you. Yeah. He, it kills you. Yeah. But that's not what I'm saying, that uh, he he was a burden. No. No, not at all. He was not a burden. Yes. The thing is, it's painful to see other people suffering because of the suffering that, that you are going through. And may his soul rest in peace. May his soul rest in peace. Mabula Malati, thank you for coming And to through. the family. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I, you see now <laughs> mm-hmm. Hashtag R.I.P. Kulani Kuala. Kolani Kuala was born in 1975 at Imbentle outside Peter Maritzburg in KZN. He passed on on the 1st of November 2019 after succumbing to a lengthy battle with cancer. He joined SAFM as the host of PM Live and also hosted other shows on SAFM between 2006 and 2013. Other achievements include talk show host on Askulumelet's Talk, SABC One, SABC Africa, and talk show host of News Hour on SABC Three. SAFM sends its deepest condolences to his family. May his soul rest in eternal peace.